Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Try Spirits, guys. I'm your host, Parker. I'm joined by a fantastic cast today. Producer Jenny, hello. Hi. I appreciate you wearing a Hawaiian shirt as well as I am wearing a Hawaiian shirt for today's episode. I felt like I needed to try to match your energy. Like, just try. I mean, good luck. I know. I, I mean, I know. I know. And we're joined by a couple special guests. We have uh, Victoria Rose Johnson with us. Hello, hello. hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, we have the uh, Internet's most powerful couple, uh, Oh my God, Jake and Savannah. Oh, I thought maybe they're right they were... behind you. Actually, no. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say I, was, I didn't know if like Ryan and uh, Blake and Blake were here. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah, they're here. I was like, Benifer, Benifer's back. Oh my God, what a return! Anyway, but we've got these these stars of whiskey written with us. Uh, That's right. Yeah, very exciting as always. And then, of course, our expert on today's subject, Damien. Oh, our wine expert is it a is it a W set six you're on now? What's the uh, how no, high do they, they go? Only, they only go four high, uh, <laughs> three fourths of the way there. Uh, four starts in January. All right, very excited for you. The reason we needed Damien on this one was we're talking about wine. Our first ever wine episode, everybody. Where's the applause? Yeah. The crossover. Yeah. I didn't know we needed. Yeah. I've been reading your your emails, your letters, your uh, you know mostly mostly hateful speech, but we're working on it. <laughs> and uh, fi finally a wine episode for the good people. And since it's summer, and it's actually pretty hot out today, uh, we're doing rosé. The perfect wine for the summer, I think, at least. What do you think, Damien? Yeah, it certainly can be. Uh, I think, for me, I look to rosé often as a food pairing wine with, uh, like, the fresh summer produce. So you're thinking, like, very ripe strawberries, uh, like, vine-ripened tomatoes. I think, like, it's normally what I'm reaching for if I'm pairing wine with those things. Very cool. Very cool. It's also, you know, if you just want to slug some rosé, I mean, that's yeah. definitely a that's thing, what I too. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that is <laughs> yeah, cool. I know I can't, I, yeah, yeah, I was a little more cerebral yeah. in my response. Yeah, well, <laughs> one of my buddies used to do a lot of rosé races down at Best Intentions, where they would just, him and another guy would both chug a bottle of rosé and see who finished first. Yeah. Don't ask me why anybody was doing that, but that's what was happening. I like to party. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Damien, can you tell us a little bit about rosé? I got some notes here, but you know m much better than I do. Like, what is a rosé? What makes it a rosé? Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's an interesting answer. They would, depending on who you talk to, they would say that there's only uh, two real methods for a, a, a rosé. Um, there's more than that, but basically you have some red wine grapes uh, or some grapes that just have a little bit darker skins, uh, and then you ferment them on the skins generally uh, for a little bit longer, but not long enough to make a red wine. So you kind of get this in-between color. Some can be pretty dark red or I guess like um, dark, darkly colored rosé, not so deep that they would be considered a red wine. Other, others can be quite pale, um, almost looking like a white wine. And it's, um, it's usually less than a day they let the skin come in contact with the thing, right? Absolutely, yeah. I yeah. mean, sometimes it's sometimes it's like hours. Uh, sometimes it's just a direct press where you, you where you separate the skins uh, mm. from the juice, and you just you know ferment the juice. Very cool. But so the point it's kind of like an in between of white and red wine. Kind of is that, a, is that a, like a very yeah, yeah, yeah. layman's? I would say for? so. Okay. Very cool. Um, I got a few of my notes here on this this massive amount of research I did for this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's all. It's all. <laughs> um, it is likely that the earliest made red wines were closer in appearance to today's rosés than modern red wines. Yeah, 100%. Uh, a long time ago, they didn't have the extraction methods and the winemaking techniques that uh, maybe we have now to extract all the color, all the flavor, all the richness that uh, we kind of want in today's big, bold reds, so it seems. Um, so, yeah, 100%. They wouldn't have been able to kind of get these really deep color, these deep alcohols. They would have mm -hmm. been a lot lower. 
Gotcha. And you, rosé wines can be made from a, a wide variety of grapes from all over the world. So. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's not like region specific. There's regions that are quite famous for it, namely the south of France. You think Provence. Uh, but yeah, I mean, anywhere in the world can make a rosé uh, from any red grape that they're using. There's also some uh, white wine grapes that are. The only one that comes to mind is Pinot Gris, but sometimes Pinot Gris can kind of give you a rosé-ish wine or even a darker red. Now, from the look on your wine. face, I don't really believe, think that you believe yeah. that. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 I do. So, I mean, it just depends because so, sometimes we have, um, like, I've seen a, a red wine made from Pinot Gris, like a, a real rosé made from Pinot Gris and also more, like, copper-tinged uh, wines made from Pinot Gris. It's good, but that's, yeah, it's kind of like... Now, we're is, talking about like the like the near exceptions. Now, now is there a big difference between skin contact and sangani, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing wrong? Uh, pretty close. I think it's a sangye. There you go. Uh, memory serves me right. Well, uh, well here, here in America, it's sangani. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's got it. Yeah. Midwest um, curve to yeah. it. Yeah. Loud and yeah. proud. Uh, so, uh, well, skin contact versus sangye. So, uh, the big difference. Uh, I mean, sangye, you is is more of a. a uh, byproduct of red wine making. So essentially we make the red wine, we pick the, the the grapes for, you know, with the final intention of making red wine. And during that process, we kind of take some of the juice from the red wine before the red wine's fully done. So now we have some rosé. And then also that red wine is going to get deeper and more intense mm-hmm. as a, a byproduct of just kind of like removing some of the juice. So it's kind of a win-win. You, you can get a bigger red and then like... And also have a rosé. Exactly. So that's and, cool. Yeah. Um, some would argue that's not like a real rosé because you're you you just you have red wine and you kind of like steal some um i mean whatever gets I mean, you there i guess yeah, yeah i know I, i'm not like no no pictures I, on scorecards <laughs> yeah yeah i i don't like i try not to get this deep into things uh like cuz ultimately like, i don't really care like if it's if it's good i'll drink it but uh yeah uh the skin contact wines uh Again, kind of made one of two ways. You can direct press the direct press the grapes. So you would just press the grapes, uh, separate the juice from the skins, and you would just have that free run juice. That would be a rosé. That's you'll see that a lot of times with kind of like darker varietals, uh, or like uh, darker uh, thicker skin varietals. Uh, some of the thinner skins, you might want to uh, have a little bit more skin contact to impart a little bit more color. But mm-hmm. it all depends on the on the winemaker. And then blending last, you don't really see that very often. But the one place that that's uh, that's known for that is champagne. Okay. So you would blend some white wine in with some red wine. That's how you get the rosé champagne. Now that seems like your your wine purists would be like, "Fuck that." That's yeah, no, I mean, well, it's but champagne, that's, but, but, so but, that, but, that, can, but they're guess, doing it. Gets the pass. Yeah, yeah man. Um, Savannah, what's your favorite <laughs> occasion to drink rosé? Oh, I didn't know there was going to be a pop quiz. Um, <laughs> my favorite occasion to drink rosé. Um, when I wake up in the morning, um, <laughs> before I go to work. Usually when I get home. She I, I starts mean, there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's going to do this whole like anytime thing, but she's like, let's start beginning of the day. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning. I mean, whenever it's offered to me. <laughs> <laughs> always. Uh, no, it, always is a good answer. Yeah. I mean, Fruit like, group. It, is it true that when is the, what Jake told me that uh, when you found out the time of this episode recording that you rearranged your schedule oh, to make I'm sure so you. Sorry. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You told me. I didn't. Did you really? Obviously, you told him because he knows. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm um, new here. He look came home yesterday, and you know, I've been out with my sister and everything. And he goes, "So yeah, they're filming a rose episode, but um, or recording, whatever the hell we're doing, recording." And he was like, but works, "I told him you had to work," and I was like, "Well, what time are they doing it?" <laughs> and he was like, 
Uh, sometime after seven or yeah, she's like before she's like I work till nine. I'm like it's (laughs) they're doing a rosé episode. She's like I can be off by five (laughs) thirty. So anyway, with that being said, I moved some people around and fixed some things. And uh, yeah, yeah. you know what? We're honored though because some (laughs) people just absolutely couldn't bother to move around their schedule to make. I I know you know we have some useless some would call them interns that uh. Just can't show up for episodes. Oh my god! I mean, She's got to be, be in London instead. I, I you can know. say the same thing about one of my co-hosts, who also late canceled on this, but that's okay. Um, we're used to that. We're used for, to it. Well, likes of him. I feel like they're talking about who needs them. <laughs> but uh, it's not like she loves Rose or anything. So apparently not. You know, how I know she doesn't because she's not here. Because she's not here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I did. I did move some stuff around. More yes. big boy, big girl, fruit juice for the rest of us. I think it's going to be worth it. Uh, so you know, we got seven. We count right. Seven rosés. We're going to try today. Okay, so we're oh, all dri- yeah. so we're all drinking a bottle and a quarter ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Okay, let's go. Okay, don't ask me to party. <laughs> Delightful. Um, let's just dive into the first one. We'll, all right, we'll go to break. It. We'll let's go to break later. Um, so first up, this is a pretty exciting one. Jenny actually uh, found this one. Yeah. On a recent trip to Ontario. Not that Ooh. recent, really, but um. I, I, I was I was trying to find some uh, some wine from the region to just bring back. I was looking at a Pinot Noir and, a, and the Rosé and a girl was standing there who was obviously from around there. And she was just like, oh, those are both really good by them. And they were both like 12 or 15 bucks or something like that. Ooh, so it was just like, favorite. OK, yeah, yeah. I love like a, it sounded yeah. ve- she sounded very certain about it. So I was just like, OK, let's mm-hmm. just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this for is 12 called, bucks. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> this is called Saintly the Good Rosé. Um, 2021 vintage made in the Niagara Peninsula in Ontario, Canada. Uh, cool fermentation temperatures um, contribute to the aromatic intensity of this particular one. Or so they say, Damien. You'd be, you be the judge of that. Yeah, well, uh, generally you associate uh, kind of like cooler fermentation um, with very like fruity aromas, like just super fruity aromas. Well, now, do I swirl this like whiskey? Yeah, do like how clockwise, <laughs> okay, counterclockwise. So you're teaching the whiskey people. You know, it's actually yeah. it's funny is you're actually not supposed to stir whiskey as oh. much as we do. Um, oh, yeah. okay. incredible! That, that's just people who see wine people do it and think it's cool. Oh, okay, um, the Glencairns make it seem like you're supposed to. Yeah, they got a big yeah, like, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what are you getting on the, the nose there, everybody? Right off the bat, I'm getting uh, some kind of pear, some kind of like a. I, le- I was thinking apple, but I can feel, I can vibe with pear too. I was just too. thinking some kind of green fruit. Yeah. If I was blind smelling this, I would think this was a white wine. Um, I get, yeah, it's valid. I get a granny oh, Smith yeah. apple. Like it's a lot of that, like, say again, granny Smith apple. Yeah, mm-hmm. like green oh, apple yeah. for green. sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Cause it's, it, which I get a lot on some of the other white wines. I'm going to try really hard uh, throughout this episode to not smell, say something, and immediately look at Damien to see if I said something correctly. Oh, I mean, there is no correct. Just I'm like, pretty confident. Really, really, it's like whatever you smell. Like, I, yeah. There's no such thing. I'm uh, confident in so. my wine knowledge, but yeah. it's been a while. Also, so. uh, I mean, I uh, only a brave soul would say that they are an expert on uh, Canadian wines. So. You know what? Like, Fair. Hey. So we're bringing I, a Canadian I, wine I'm expert. Outside of my, you know, I'm very much outside of, I think I've had like two. Self-proclaimed. Canadian, two wine. Canadian wines of my life. About to be three. Cheers. Yeah, I um, Cheers uh, I come into this completely uh, without any bearings, knowing anything about wine, wine tasting, mm. uh, and legs. I know the word legs. Yeah, I, I, I will abuse that. No, it's got legs. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, I was testing you. <laughs> Not going to see a lot of legs on these. <laughs> yeah, right. So I, you know, 
they come to this like the the like the the audience's perception you know the like the little boy that's having the story read to him by grandpa but then that makes me fred savage and i'm pretty sure he's younger than me he's <laughs> my grandpa yeah this episode so <laughs> don't know if it works he's, but he's colombo let's yeah. drink yeah. i get a little mango in the nose too last so he was confused when i walked in the door and i said let's drink grandpa <laughs> on the on the palate i've got um I'm just looking at this tasting wheel. Nectarine, grapefruit, and green apple are all right next to each other on the tasting wheel. And I feel like it kind of, I can vibe with all of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty light. So this is 12.5% ABV, yeah. which is on the lower end. I mean, it is light, yeah. I feel right. like it's always between like 12 and 15. Somewhere. Yeah. But it's on the lower end. Um, kind of nice though. Like a nice little, um, I get maybe a hint of tropical fruit with that green uh, mm-hmm. that green fruit. It's, yeah, it's kind of nice. And the finish is uh, like a little bit darker, a little bit more tart. Mm. And I'd expect to get that, yeah. I feel like I get a little bit of melon too. Or like um what's the one? Cantaloupe. Oh cantaloupe. Yeah, it's another green. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's like Oh a no, ju- cantaloupe yeah. is that's honeydew. Never mind. Orange. <laughs> they're all they're all pretty similar to each other though. Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of a juiciness to it, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Damien? Yeah, well I think like it's definitely you know, it doesn't feel super heavy. And we mentioned 12.5 ABV. You know, alcohol is definitely something that gives, like, body texture to wine. So definitely, like, on the lighter side of the spectrum. I think it's definitely like kind of like a fruity wine. For me, it doesn't lean. I mean, yeah, I, I get a little bit of kind of, like, get, get a medley. Get some kind of, like, green-ish. I definitely get I When I smelled it initially, I thought, like, white peach. Like, almost, like, underripe white peach. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, everything that we mentioned, I, I, I also kind of get at times, um, kind of, I mean, coming from, from, uh, from Canada. So kind of like one would imagine a slightly cooler climate. We're not expecting these like super ripe stewed red fruit aromas anyway. So it kind of, kind of in line with what we're getting. Very cool. Um, I would just like to add, yeah, this would be a great before work beverage. Yeah. You're getting up to go to the hockey arena you work at up in Ontario. Yep. <laughs> right. Just add a straw. Mm-hmm. Just like a first thing. Sun. <laughs> like, am I, am I getting in the shower? And no, no. First, I need my first bottle of rosé. <laughs> bottle number one. Yeah. I have a question for you, Damien. Yes. So I typically like, when it comes to rosé, my... my my older mate and I used to drink a lot of rosé, and we found that the more pale and orange they were, the more we liked them. So we like we didn't like the, uh, you know, super pink, the dark, darker ones. The dark pink. As much. Is that something that's consistent enough to know? Like, am I getting similar flavor profiles every time that they're lighter, or is that just, it just so happens to be the light yeah, orangey ones that I like better. It's kind of hard to say. Like, uh, I would, I would, next time you're kind of like tracking this, I would see if those kind of like paler roses are all kind of coming from the same region. Oh, okay. That could yeah. Be, that could, that could be at play. But, um, and that's, that's a, that's an idea that, or that, that's a, that's a truth that a lot of people experience. They, they find that the paler of the roses, like a drier yeah. style. Um, exactly. so, okay. however, uh, you, a lot of produce, like you can filter a rose to get the color that you want. So oh, okay. th- like that rosé that's pale could have started as a darker rosé and they then and filtered they just it out. Filtered yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I try not to base my purchases directly yeah, on no, but the it's color hard. of it, but it's, it's hard not to. Exactly, exactly. You can't do that with other, you know, with whites and, yeah. and reds. Yeah. Sports cars, though, you can. Sports cars, you can. Mm-hmm. So I have a question here. Um, being like a whiskey guy, I kind of feel like the frat bro who survives off Cheez-Its and taquitos, like now sitting at a table with Gordon Ramsay with a souffle between us. 
Easy when we're talking about Cheez-Its, all right? So, I, I mean, love Cheez-Its. That, that is right, personal attack Title right now. sponsor, <laughs> extra but, toasty um, Cheez-Its. Uh, you know, I also, I fancy uh, an accent-finished whiskey, uh, namely a lot of wine-finished whiskeys. Uh, yeah. Big yeah. fan. I don't think I've ever seen a rosé-finished bourbon. Oh. Have yeah, because you, you you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't no, 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 because, wouldn't. because so 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 much especially okay so what, what, um, a lot of rosé is meant to be kind of just like fresh and fruity, young, youthful. So it's ferment a lot of it's uh, fermented in stainless steel and then bottled. Gotcha. Uh, okay, they, so they don't exist. use oak barrels typically. They use yeah, they, steel. they yeah yeah. So and, and it would never be like a new or I shouldn't say never because you know somewhere somebody out there is doing it, but like we are now. Yeah, yeah, generally yeah. you're using uh, if you were to if you. There are some that actually do see some barrel, uh, some barrel uh, aging and, and fermenting, but it's generally just to add texture, not to okay. impart any flavor. And then that's interesting. The flavor of the rosé itself, at least, especially as it relates to other styles of of wine, is so much softer, so much less intense that it would be hard for me to imagine that that would then impart with any nuance. Well, to I wonder if it would because um, one thing Parker I think is. Well, I know is uh, very aware of now is there's so many different accent finishes out there and spirits that aren't aged in barrels, typically like triple sec or cherry liqueur, yeah. like Starlight will do. Yeah. So I'm assuming what they do is they take those spirits and season the barrel with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what's happening. Uh, inauthentically, well, right? Because our friends at Starlight just did a great uh, champagne barrel finish. Um, okay, which isn't usually barrel no, aged. No, right? I, I'd only seen that once before from Plantation Rum did a champagne finish rum that was phenomenal. Still, oh. and still, still maybe my favorite yeah, rum I've yeah, ever had. I've got the smallest sample left over here. That was I know, I know. I keep staring like at it. I would like to try that, please, and thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, it I think that would be interesting if you did the same thing with the rosé, that like the heaviest flavor you had, yeah. and seasoned a barrel with it, and maybe gave it like a very extended um, barrel-age experience. I've seen like uh, Bull Run, I see over here on the shelf. I know they did mm. when it was a Cabernet finish. Yeah, yeah. That they, there was like 24 months in the Cabernet barrel, and it was phenomenal. Wow. You know what we could do is get one of those little two little barrels, fill it up with rosé for a couple weeks, and just see what happens. Just, just try yeah. it. Yeah, so that's the other question. We won't, know, we won't know unless we try. Yeah. Are you much of a bourbon drinker? Not as much as wine. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So other end of the spectrum. Because yeah. I'm, I'm curious what um, bourbon maybe go well with like a rosé finish. Probably something. Because I know we, I mean, we just had a, uh, a peach brandy barrel finished. Um, uh, whiskey oh, right. from Old Hamer from uh, West Fork Whiskey in Indianapolis, and it was phenomenal. So you're seeing a lot of like different like barrel finishes that aren't authentically aged in a barrel. Yeah, that's um, true. this well, this is kind of a different avenue I've never seen before. So. And, and and with the just expansion of, I don't say just say accent finishes, but just people trying different things mm-hmm. as you try, try to grow a market share. I think you're going to see that eventually. Like no, this, you, this you'll, more, you'll, more yeah. stuff. I think you'll definitely see it eventually, but I don't know. I because I, I want to say I've seen one like tequila that was finished in a rose cask, not the not the st- not the ones that are rosa that are finished in wine casks that are then pink. There was one that I saw that was like actually finished in a rose cask, but then it was like, okay. you know, like the 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 tequilera was like, you know, I had to search the world to find a, a rose cask to even find uh, to, to even put the tequila in, and the, the answer is well, yeah, because no one I think, I think no I'm, one no one barrel ages rose. I think I met that person. Yeah, but I, like, I see what you mean at yeah, how yeah. subtle it is in a flavor. So it would have mm-hmm. to be a bourbon that's very high corn and sweet, like soft, mm-hmm. um, and it'd have to be something seasoned very well. Probably uh, maybe a, a toasted barrel head that to really like give a difference um and a, and a longer finish as well mm. but i don't know 
Very interesting. Ollie Matthews. Oh my God. We're getting a call, guys. Hello. Can you hear me? Should I put yep. my headphones on? Hey, no, we can hear you. We can hear we you hear just you. fine. Hi, friends. I'm so sad I'm not there. <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> I'm actually more sad, Allie. I walked in and I oh asked where God. you were. I know. I miss you. I haven't seen you. I She's in London. Oh, wait. This is the first time you're meeting Vic. Yes. It is. Mm -hmm. Oh, truly a momentous occasion. Truly a momentous <laughs> it is, occasion. It is. And you're not here. No, it's 1.56 a.m. in London, and I'm wide awake because <laughs> I slept for eight hours when I got in. Girly, now I know your sign-in is much earlier than you uh, are going to get sleep. <laughs> oh, straight up. I have to be downstairs in uh, six and a half hours. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. have you so thought about, that's all right. Have you thought about drinking three or four bottles of rosé? Because that's what we're doing. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Oh, God, that sounds so fun. Uh, we're, um, we're also about to try no. a Provence rosé, which is Ali's favorite. Truly, oh it is God. staring at me in the face. Calling me in for my for my all-time favorite region to drink rosé from. Can you? What rosé is it? Min Minuti? Minuti, Someone go ahead. Send me a picture. Yeah, oh, Minuti. I'm on it. She, see, she knows. Yeah, it's, uh, I know Minuti. Yeah, it's a family estate you know, that was... I first, where I first tried um, Minuti was in London. Very cool. Do you know the wine that? capital of the world, London. Now, Ali, do you happen to know when they were founded? <laughs> Serious. Really? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. London's a great place to drink wine, but yeah. any place is a good place to drink wine as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. The shower? Um, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've established that. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't pretend you don't know. I definitely partake in a shower wine absolutely every now and then. I, I take i partake in a shower wine look oh my it's God. hard to beat a shower wine it's hard to beat a shower um, rosé not that i don't want you guys to be um really just drinking your little hearts away on this rosé episode but if there ended up being some left over when i get back to town tomorrow mm, I that's I so cute no. it's not in the plans but you know we'll see oh, damn it <laughs> always <laughs> worth a try <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm already sad. Don't make it worse. <laughs> um, I don't know when Minuti was founded. Do you want to tell me about it? I would like, love. I'm looking to see. I would love I to tell you about it. Also. It's uh, they were founded in 1936, and primarily Grenache grapes. But some. Uh, can you pronounce these for me, Damien, so I don't mispronounce? We, we're looking at. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got uh, Syrah. <laughs> yeah, so we're looking at some. Uh, so Minuti is primarily Grenache. With some Sanso, Syrah, and Tiburon, which I am not too, too familiar with, but I know that it's a native Provence varietal. And why is Provence such a big deal? Because they make a lot of rosé. And the people and seem to like delicious. it. The, the people love it, and they've convinced the world that it's so good and that it needs to look like this, and everything that does not look like this is not it. Is wrong. Yeah, but it's also like pretty good. So the, the, the a little Buffalo bit Trace, of it is definitely just that, like... When I got into rosé, the ones I liked were like the two that I tried that I liked were from Provence. Yeah. But also like rosé just encompasses, I'm sure you guys have talked like all about this, but in my experience, rosé encompasses such like a large variety of different, you know, different things. And like the sweet rosés, I just think are absolutely disgusting. <laughs> and I there's like much less of a chance of me running into that if I like stick with the few things that I know I really like, which yeah. happen to be primarily rosés from Provence. 
Yeah, I mean Provence rosés are definitely dry. Like that, I think that's a, yeah. a, a very Incredible. big calling card that like you can just pick up a, uh, a Provence rosé and expect it to be dry with very few exceptions. And speaking of Provence wines, let's try this one. Oh my gosh, I'm desperate. Um, let's I, go. I got in on the nose and I got like some honeysuckle on the nose. A very different nose than the last wine. Yes. I think that's a very, very. good note. Uh, Thank you, Damien. Yes. Um, so in the south of France, in Provence, uh, it's very famous for having lavender fields growing everywhere. Oh, uh, wow. So you uh, sometimes in the wines that come from the south of France, from Provence, southern Rhone, you tend to find some floral character, sometimes lavender, sometimes white blossom, kind of pick your poison. I'm not I a flower that. expert. <laughs> I can't, like, well, having visited know. a lavender farm two weeks ago, um, which we oh, did. We did, actually. Yeah. Um, I get a little lavender note on there. That's good. I'm getting like a really light stone fruit, like yeah. like an apricot, peach, apricot. Like I definitely green, get that peach. kind of thing. Yeah, I definitely get peach. Super light, which I, is amazing. Yeah, but. it's like a really nice mix of floral and and like citrusy. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I was going to add yeah. to it too. Yeah. I, I do also uh, get some citrus on top of all the things that we've talked about. But honestly, oh. really nice. A little, a little. This is what makes rosé so good for the summer. You just want to be guzzling it outside <laughs> in the sun. So refreshing. I want to be on a patio drinking with my friends. Well, I'm at a, a podcast studio yeah. drinking with my friends, so that's pretty cool. Guzzling. All right, which is I, a great I word. did just take a sip. I couldn't I couldn't wait a yeah. second. Oh, I already did. Oh, I already I did. Already oh in my it. gosh. Okay, okay. It's very good. Ali, I understand. And you get it now. I get it. You I get, get it. it. Look, I... Oh. Rick, I gotta get that wine fridge for our new apartment so we can just be stocked all the time. Bet. <laughs> Man, that is that is very good. It's, yeah. Yeah. Very very nice. So, what do you guys think are the main differentiations between the first and the latter? This is drier for sure. Yeah, I think it's drier. drier. I yeah. think it's. Sure. I think there's. I think there's more going on, like in the nose and on the palate. Mm -hmm. I, I think it seems a bit richer in some yeah, ways. Yeah, I think it's also Which, a little bit more textured. One thing to note, too, like I don't know what the alcohol is on this, but in the south of France, it's always a struggle to... 13%. Uh, yeah, so a little bit. I mean, these point five more, yeah. do, do matter do. in wine. <laughs> so you were talking really a bit do. about pulling like the color and like flavors uh, different now as opposed to yesteryear. Um, which I find funny because this one is lighter in color, yeah. but it seems a bit richer and more textured. Like yeah, well, so, I mean, so, some of that might have to do with the grapes involved. Climate also always plays a factor. Um, I'm not sure what the varietals were on the... So this is um, like the M&M of rosés, right? But lighter in color, but very yeah. rich and bold. <laughs> Got it. Exactly. Wait, yeah. are you talking about M&M the rapper? That's what I yeah. thought, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it did, did take me one second yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. I was like... Else yeah, yeah. M&M's are notoriously uh, slim shady <laughs> colors yeah. and see where my mind is yeah. Uh, yeah. candy yeah this is the eight mile pour got right here. it got yeah, it yeah. now I'm on your page now I'm on your page does anybody else get just a little bit of lemon on the finish Oh, absolutely. No, I definitely get some citrus That component. citrus for sure. Yeah. 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 I, I can't, I'm not sure if it's lemon or orange, but I definitely get a little bit of I think I got both. Yeah. I know. There's a lot going on there. I'd I also say get Lamont, that. Since that it goes with rosé, you know? Yeah. Right? Now, it looks like we've got about a half mm -hmm. bottle left. Let's dump that down the drain. I don't... But just quickly, you, you mentioned like uh, it being a little bit richer texture. So some some uh, grape varietals just generally have more of like a viscous texture. But I think, uh, at least as, uh, as it relates to this wine, uh, we're in a very hot part of the world. Uh, so you're you're always struggling to find some acidity there. Good looking women. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're always struggling to find some acidity there. Uh, whereas maybe in like a cooler climate, such as you know on uh, Canada, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, you 
you know, colder climate, higher acidity, um, generally speaking, higher acidity wines versus a lower acidity wine, you would expect a lighter body mm. from the higher acidity wine versus the lower acidity wine, a little bit richer on the palate, bolder, uh, fuller bodied. But gotcha. This was great. Yeah. yeah. It's, Fabulous. I, Delightful. It's like a textbook, like good example of a Provence Rosé. Why didn't anyone I, tell me about how good Provence Rosés were? I, you know, you know, <laughs> you're, you're nobody ever party, mentioned sir. it. <laughs> so good. I think I never I could... even thought about saying it to you guys. I just wanted to hoard them all to myself. <laughs> What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm going to try to go to sleep. Thanks okay. for uh, thanks for letting me call in. I'm very jealous. And um, you all owe me a glass of rosé soon. Oh, wow. Mm. We, are gonna, we are going to... Absolutely, bathe ourselves Write in Provence when you get Write back. That down. They're, they're, not, they're not kidding. Bye, by the way. Literal. Yeah. <laughs> this All is right. IRL. I was gonna right. say bye, but she hung up on us. So cool. Good riddance is what Man, I say. She was wasted. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Irresponsible. Anyway, so yeah, great stuff. This comes in at twenty-two dollars a bottle. Amazing. Yeah, a local it's very good for twenty-two dollars. Yeah, Gotta love it. Right. And then next up, we've got another very exciting rosé. But first. Let's take a quick break. Well, we're back. So rosé number three up now, uh, Marcinet, 2022 vintage. Um, the appellation of Marcinet Protégé. I don't think I pronounced that right, but. Close D- enough. Domaine Collat, Côte de Nuit, Burgundy, France. What does it all mean, Damien? What does it all mean? Yeah, so uh, Marcinet is a village uh, kind of on the, uh, the northern end. It's actually the last village in the Cote de Nuit. So um, it's also the one village in uh, in Burgundy that has any reputation for rosé winemaking. Um, I shouldn't say only because, you know, there's always exceptions in the wine world, but really the one that has a good reputation for it. Um, and yeah, so we're in Burgundy. The red wine grapes are Pinot Noir. So it's 100% Pinot Noir in this wine versus the varietals that we were looking at earlier. Yeah. Um, same price as the last one yeah it's it's also the, the climate's quite different though uh so uh burgundy we would kind of consider like a cool to moderate continental climate uh so pretty big uh difference between the summers and the winters mm-hmm. uh but especially as it relates to provence like not nearly as warm so that's why we're i mean that's uh grenache you tend to see planted in places that are very hot uh, you don't see that here, so we're not expecting like these really ripe fruit pla- uh, fruit profiles. It's likely going to be a little more underripe, perhaps. But what is thinking domestically? I know they, they grow a lot of Pinot Noir in Oregon, which is not the warmest place in. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're you're normally looking at for uh, for you to plant Pinot like some cooler, some cooling influence at least, or uh, some uh, or cool. Uh, yeah, moderate, cool to moderate uh, climates. Okay. Twelve and a half percent, so a little bit a little bit lower again. Back to what we started with. I mean, kind of sounds like it might be in the same vein as our ca- Canadian one. We'll see. And this one is a, a darker pink than the f- the first it is two. Super dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a lot deeper. Yeah, yeah, a lot more the color you would like think when you think rosé, right? Yeah, which is interesting because right off the bat, I get so much less on the nose than I did from mm-hmm. same the one that we just did. <laughs> I feel like I've got some orange, and I feel like. Some red fruit. It might be like strawberry. I'm yeah, I'm definitely getting well, red. Yeah. yeah, red fruit. Whereas the the previous ones were not as like yeah red fruit forward. Yeah, I agree with that. No floral notes. Nope. No, no man. He like with authority. No floral notes. Boom. Stamp it. Eminem mic drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, please don't drop that mic. It's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, same on the palate. I'm getting the red fruit, the strawberry, like you said specifically. A lot of strawberry. Oh my god, strawberry. strawberry. It's delicious. I love this one. I feel like this is one that Vic could definitely pair with some sort of pastry. Mm. Mm. I yeah. You know what? You did bring up a cherry turnover that would work during the break flawlessly. Yes, sorry, during the break. Yeah, you did bring up cherry turnovers that would work flawlessly. And I'm most likely to eat a cherry turnover first thing in the morning. Beautiful. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead and pop up. Okay, so I thought the last one was morning wine. Is this after shower wine? I would say this is after shower. After shower during (laughs) breakfast. Got it. No, I love it. Yeah. No, it's a whole four course thing in the shower. That, you know what, well, you also mentioned a cherry cheesecake. That would work great, oh too. The cheesecake oh, kind of help with the... Yeah, because it would, like... The showering. T- it tones yeah. it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a ro- it's a rosé, a mimosa, some uh, cher- cherry turnover, okay. and... Uh, yeah. uh, Half blue ribbon. The graham cracker. <laughs> <crust. laughs> Sounds it's like I know what we're doing yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I will say these flavors, like the more they sit on my palate, it's very bold. Like Yeah, no, I think like the, the flavor intensity on this wine is is pretty pretty there. Like it kept I kept going. It changed a few times on my palate. No. Um you said this is region's a lot cooler climate. Yeah, overall, well, re- more, relative more to Provence, correct. Because is that the reason it's so it's got a really strong flavor, but it's like very much it's red fruit. It, whereas the uh the last one had a lot of things going on. Is yeah, that, I mean, part of that? not necessarily. Um, you know, so, I mean, th- there are some climatic, um, you know, differences. But I think, like the last one, we're in Provence, right? So we get, um, we we get the florals uh, coming from the region, and we're also blending a few different grapes. Uh, so each kind of playing a hand into what's in the in the final wine. This is a hundred percent Pinot. Um, you know it. In, in this form, you know, normally we would expect Pinot to be quite aromatic. In this sense, you know, it's not, yeah, it's not. maybe as much, but I think the the flavor profile on the palate is is a little bit more intense than what, what I tasted earlier. Which is interesting. It's tense, but it seems intense. Sorry. It's intense, but it seems significantly less complex. It's at least what I'm getting. It's a lot more basic. You know, right off the bat, it was, okay, this is red fruit. It's maybe, you know, a little bit of something else. But the last one, you know, we kept going on and on with the uh, the flavor profiles we were getting. And this one, we kind of just, all right, cool. It's that delicious. Love Red it. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Red yeah, no, I think done. it's, uh, yeah, I think kind of depends. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. I, I completely agree. I think uh, for me, this changed uh, on my palate a couple yeah, times. Yeah, that's fair. I also think uh, this has notably more acidity than the last one, which like if you wanted to throw food at this, this one would hold up a lot more than the previous ones. Mm -hmm. I feel like the more it bounced around on my tongue, I felt like I found some of the like apple pear notes in there just a little bit, but I didn't find them until later. Yeah. Yeah, I find like, myself doing a lot of nodding right now. And the other thing too is like uh, a lot of... That's great. We're glad you're here. (laughs) Glad uh, glad to help. A lot of times, like especially with... uh, you know, so, so some wines we, we kind of drink a little bit too cold, and they'll show uh, you know nicely uh, as they warm up just a little bit uh, from refrigerator chill. Interesting, very cool. So this next one's very exciting. This comes from the personal wine cellar of Damien here. Ooh, this is the Vina so Tondonia Gran Reserva 2011. This so one is, is almost Spanish like, wine. Then yeah, <laughs> this one is almost like red. Like very not proud of you if you're drinking Spanish wine. Finally, yeah, kind of looks like a red cream soda. It yeah. does kind of, yeah. It's like, it, yeah, it's a pretty Glad dark. I could be here. Um, <laughs> there he is. Dark onion color. You helped. 
yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because trying tasting notes on wine, uh, I see where people come from that don't know where to go with whiskey. I'm like, ah, it smells like whiskey when I'm doing this. I'm not a Deion Sanders is what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not even, you know, like an Allen Iverson. I'm more like a Tony Kukoc. You know, like, I, I, I can't play every position. You're like the but, best, but in Croatia. Yeah. yeah, if you let me, like, walk around on the on the perimeter, I could probably throw up some trays, but uh, don't don't ask for an assist or a rebound. I have bad, <laughs> I have bad knees. That's literal and figurative. So the breakdown, if I'm reading this correctly, and tell me if I'm wrong, Damien. Uh, you got the spec sheet. <laughs> well, I, I thought I did. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Uh, 60% Grenache. 30% Tempranillo, and then 10% a grape I've never heard of. Can I hear the name again? Tempranillo? Grana- it says gr- Granacho on here. Is that different than Grenache? Or is that just uh, I think it might have. I, I, think it's suppo- I think it should have been Garnacha. <laughs> okay. Um, but is that a different grape? Or is that just like... No, uh, no Grenache and Garnacha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Garnacha and Grenache are, are the same. Okay. That's what I figured. And then uh, Viura, oh. which I'm not familiar yeah. with. Well, Viura is a uh, white wine grape. Okay, so this is 10% white wine grape. Interesting. Oh, wow. This is so different than anything I think I've ever, like, smelled. So yeah. right off the bat, I if I were to close my eyes, I would smell this, and I would go, is it a port? Is it a red oh wine? Yeah. Is it, it's got some it doesn't smell lights. like anything that it yeah. looks like. Well, so, okay, here's the thing. So I'm thrilled. W- w- one other thing to note, uh, all of the wines except for this one that we were tasting, or that, that we have tasted so far, are were young rosés. 2022s, uh, 2021s, Ooh, and this for is 2011. Yes. Now, whoa. Not, not, now, not all rosé will age this gracefully. There are very few rosés in the world that will smell and hopefully taste this good after 12 years in the bottle, mm. or what? Uh, yeah, 12 years. Um, and yeah, so here we are. <laughs> hopefully, it also tastes good. I can't get over it smelling like a port. Am I am I so far off on no, that? Or well, what, what is it that's you that are right, I'm getting? Queen. Yeah, yeah. Couple, yeah. Well, so it. uh, it's definitely like a deeper rosé, right? Okay. So mm-hmm. we're getting a lot of like really deep red fruit uh, that we would expect out of like... So uh, uh, this is from Rioja. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so deep red fruits, also uh, thyme and barrel. Um, so okay. A lot of things that we would also associate with like a, a port. Yeah, I know it's got Brilliant. All right. very... Fortified wine vibes. I'm getting like some. And that, that's also the age, you know, like 12 years of, of bottle age will will do that to you. Getting some black cherry on the nose. I've got like yeah. tobacco, got some tobacco on the nose. I got like, yeah, I, I, yeah. Got, I got like some oak influence on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that might be some tobacco showing. It's like I'm drinking an old fashioned in granddad's study. I'm, truly the flavor. I just took a sip. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, okay. So the last time I tasted really good wine was back in college. We had a wines class. We were taught by a master som. It was amazing. Delightful. We tasted some really incredible wines. And I remember thinking, I hope I get to taste wines like this again. This is one of those wines. I mean, wow. The oak, the smoke, the, the, Jenny pointed at olive. I did point Jenny's at, I idea, did point at olive. olive. I totally agree. Hundred percent. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I definitely get that wine. leather tobacco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that yeah. I was I was pointing at olive, but when I saw that word, I was like, it, it smells like olive, and it tastes like it a little bit too. It's like I get the leather tobacco, but there's yeah. something a little bit more tangy to it, and that might be the olive Kinda that you're like talking Madeira. about. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I'm just astounded. This is wild. Yeah, I I really mm. love. 
Yeah, this is so much different than the other things we tried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know rosé could be this. Well, um, neither did too, I. You know, like rosé is a big category. Rosé can be anything. Mm-hmm. And and uh, most rosé is kind of on that Provence model where it's like <laughs> kind of like fresh and fruity, young. But, you know, for a wine to be able to uh, age like this, it has to do, it has to just be something else. Like if it wants to be a rosé that, that can stand the test of time, it can't be just like the fresh fruity thing. It has to just be its own thing. Yeah. So, and this one is, it is weird? not messing around being it, its own. No, thing. it's not. It's is not. it weird that I get like tomato on it? No, not at all. I mean, like, nope, so, uh, I get it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over the place. Marinara. In a great way. Yeah. And that, that, like, that speaks to the complexity of this wine. Like, you're, you're pulling flavors and aromas from all like over every, place. every yeah. imaginable. Yeah. I get like a little bit of jalapeno in the finish, which is weird. Like yeah, just the smell. Yeah. The, the, the flavor, though, right? That kind of green. Yeah, yeah. But, like it's but it's not, but, but not quite, quite a green belt, not quite a green bell pepper. But mm-hmm. say but that like five little, times fast. Yeah, I'm not going so, to try. But a jalapeno, but it's like a, not a spicy one. But like no, a, exactly. So we had um, when I was still working for my last company, mm-hmm. the the 3D sugar printing company, we made these I two was, flavors. I it was hustler, but okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> we made these two flavors, and they were both jalapeno. One had spice so it was made with capsaicin and the other one was essentially just it is the flavor of jalapeno without any of the spice at all mm-hmm. so that yeah, is exactly what you're talking about yeah. that's exactly what i get i completely yeah. agree yeah one, one more just like thing to maybe throw out to you all like rioja is uh is one of the few places in the world that ages in new american oak now i'm not sure what the oak regiment uh on this may be but um aromas you would associate with new american oak would be uh coconut and dill See, that's funny. I, I kept seeing the word dill on the oak mm-hmm. aging section of the wheel. Yeah. And uh, when I was sitting here thinking, yeah, I get the like the the leather and the tobacco, the the, the very um, uh, typical like dark barrel flavors you're going to get. Um, there was something a bit more tangy to it. And I feel like the tangy might the be like a little bit of raspberry. Like I think that the, it's like a different corner, but like how raspberry can be kind of sour. What also makes sense because like Parker said, jalapeno, but not yep. spicy. Yep. And typically We're when so you have jalapeno, but but not spicy, it. it's been pickled. I think this is, oh, yeah. is you know, absolutely delicious. Which it's I'm not a big fan unbelievable. of. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, it's been like probably one of the best wines I've had in some time. Completely agreed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's the beauty of this. You said we're all over the map right now. That's but it makes that's sense. one of my favorite things about wine. Like you said earlier, it's kind of hard to say that anyone's wrong when they're getting a a flavor profile or a, a you know a flavor profile in the nose, whatever. But yeah, I mean that does kind of track though. If you say dill, and then you think like jalapeno but not spicy, then you think like a pickled jalapeno. Oh. Um, and then what, what else did you say that we were thinking? Oh, a bit like of a tang, olive, olive. Yeah, mm-hmm. olive. I like the right. pickled jalapeno so. that, ki- that kind of goes along with the yeah, olive. Kind of fits a little brininess the, to them. Yeah. 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 Definitely gets like some briny character, green olive. It's yeah. like an olive that was in a martini. Oh, yeah. I would just like to formally thank Damien for York. letting me <laughs> right. put yeah. this delight yeah. into yeah. my gullet yeah. because, no, wow. It's just, I honor it. Yeah. It's just a shame. That Allie couldn't be here. Oh, I know. I know. It's a shame. She's going to bite him. It's fine. I'm going to allow it. Wow. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> we'll drink more for her in tribute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't mind So this next wine. It's I'm, in a different, very different looking bottle. It's a really cool bottle. Um, Damien and I had to work hard to get this, this bottle oh my God, in the city of baby. Chicago. Yes, yes, we did. So, so, so this is Bodegos Los... Bromejos Liston Negro Rosado. 2021. See, si, si, yeah. <laughs> that high school yeah. Spanish always paying off for me. 
Um, so this is the Lanzarote denomination of origin. So this is from the Canary Islands, which is a Spanish um, holding, I believe. Yeah, I believe so too. Okay, like I'm, just I'm reading just ahead on the uh, yeah, just mm-hmm. north, of, uh, just north yeah. of Africa. I'm reading yeah. ahead on the spec sheet here. The black volcanic soil yeah. has an influence. Absolutely, I can't Absolutely. wait. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, the vines must be planted in holes broken through the volcanic crust from yes. the. Yeah, no, it's actually a pretty crazy site. If you like, I, well, I've never been to the Canary Islands, although you know, somewhere down the line, have some Canary Islands ancestry. Uh, but that's like me have, and Genghis Khan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you. If you see pictures of it, it's like on, you know, black soil and it's kind of um, they kind of like dig out a, a small ditch and there's uh, like dirt that's kind of shaped like a crescent to, to uh, like shield from the harsh winds and also uh, trap moisture where it's very dry. It's, it's, it's very okay, beautiful. So this is a metal ass wine. No, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Created from the depths of Mount Doom itself. Thank Tenacious you. D mm-hmm. would write the theme song. Well, Correct. Yeah. No one talks about it at Middle Earth, but the, the chief export of Mordor was wine. Was wine. Yeah. It was. It was this particular style yeah. of wine. So hold up. I just reread this spec. This volcanic explosion lasted from 1730 to 1736. So it was a six-year volcanic six explosion, years. and that's mm-hmm. what they plant this in. Yeah. And they, they said, "I can use that." It, it's yeah. bad. Oh, this is <laughs> very wild. unique. This is insane to me. Okay. Um, the it comes up to about twenty-seven bucks a bottle, thirteen percent. And list on and apparently very right. difficult to get. So right off the bat, and this this is going to sound like a bad note, but I really do mean it as a good one. I am getting kind of like a chalky smell. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Sounds like my okay. gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. I mean, I'm assuming that's because of the black volcanic soil it was created in, I mean, but maybe I, I, to be honest, I haven't had that many expressions of least on Negro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am not an expert on Canary Island. Wine, what are your but... top five Canary wines? Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, literally right. I could smell it while you guys were pouring it around yeah, the table. No, I think it even... has, I think it has pretty intense uh, aroma. I think it's like high aroma intensity and chalk is like for sure. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. Ch- chalk is for sure like a wine tasting note and uh, aroma uh, you know, I got a note for you. Yeah, mushrooms. Mushrooms. What do you, what do you, what do you think on that? Hold on. We're doing them, or it tastes. Don't like tell mushrooms. me that. I'm, I'm <laughs> smelling them. I'm, I am smelling them a little bit. Before, during, or after the shower. <laughs> that is also part of the shower. Before, during, or after the shower. I love it. We've got to be at lunchtime at this point. What are we on? Bottle four, five? It's, it's a long shower. <laughs> we are on it's bottle a, five. I hope you're out of the shower. shower. It's oh, everything shower. You know what? Never mind. We've <laughs> yeah. just reached the end of the shower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe a hint of sage or thyme, something like that, in the, uh, in the herbal section. Man, there's a lot going on here. I just, I keep, I keep seeing under rows. Uh, Underwood rose in a can. I keep thinking about like Frank Underwood, the Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. character from House of Cards, and how like he got canceled <laughs> and then he tried our to come president. back. Yeah. <laughs> you remember how creepy that was? So I feel Anyways. like I get some like plum on this, very subtle. Love that. Segue. I can see that. I have a I have another question, Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The youngest guy mm-hmm. at the table, probably. Um, I, I notice a trend with all of these that they all seem to be around the same ABV, twelve to thirteen. Is that just standard prototypical for rosé, or is that? I would like say it's pretty standard for wine. wine legal? Uh, most most wine is going to live around like somewhere between twelve and fourteen ABV. You can find wine that's higher. You can w- find wine that's lower, but the vast majority is going to live around twelve and fourteen. That's why the point five makes not such a difference. Rose, not just yeah, rosé. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would say it's pretty, it, you'd be pretty hard pressed to find a rose that's like 15, 16. And uh, if it is, huh? yeah, 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 yeah. But um, that's a drinking wine. That's, that's the Four Loco Rose. Yeah, right. correct. Yeah. Right. I just tried it. I'm throwing my, oh, my okay. early notes here. A mm-hmm. uh, little bit of honeysuckle, a little bit of peach, maybe a little bit of pear. Peach pear. I like the honey, I like all of those things you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I'm going to stick to my uh, plum mm-hmm. oh. from earlier. Subtle darker fruit. But like the skin of a plum? Mm-hmm. No, fuck you. <laughs> That's you know note. what this kind of tastes like? Um, what's those? Fig Newtons. Yeah. So oh, I love that. I love that little fig, fig. note. Yeah. It's lighter on the palate than I would. just say fig. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty like easy going. Fig Newton cookies. <laughs> um, this was a big hit at our uh, Memorial Day barbecue. I think this is great because it was, it was sunny and warm outside. It's guzzling this down, as Vic would say. I actually it down. feel like I get a little bit of that um, that olive or like that briny thing on this one, too. Yeah, no, I think briny for sure. Uh, I think a lot of these kind of, um, you know, wines that come from near a body of water, you tend to get some like salinity. Oh, yeah. That some, like minerality. Yeah. Some comes from the soil and then some of it just comes from being in such, you know, close proximity to the ocean. You know, yeah. kind you, know, of, you know this to pair well with? Oysters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Actually, a couple. Yep. Like three years ago, I, I paired this with a seafood paella. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what right. What about um, some uh, chick, uh, shrimp poppers out of the air fryer? <laughs> shrimp poppers. You know what? I, thought, I don't uh, hate that. I thought it was a Chick Fil A, and I was like, you know what? I, I see it. <laughs> also, that here's the thing: is that it's good, and I want to drink it while I eat food. <laughs> I've got a an acidity question for you, Damien. So for what I learned back way back when uh what what i learned was when you're looking for specifically with red wines because you find it more with red wines when you are trying to figure out if it's more acidic or higher in tannins you'll find the acid on the outside of your tongue and you'll find the tannins on the top of your tongue so i was always told you know if you if you find yourself kind of wanting to smack your tongue and the Mm. top drying out that it's higher in tannins and if you salivate on the side of your mouth it's probably higher in acid does that still track or was that just a very 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 basic way to describe wine yeah i i kind of followed somewhat i i'll respond with like how i've been kind of like taught okay to approach no i it. love it i love it that's what i want to um, know so i think tannin is um i i've heard people kind of struggle to, to differentiate between acidity and alcohol, like uh, high alcohol versus yeah. uh, like uh, acidity and tannin more so. Oh, that's just fair. because acidity, like, uh, yeah, tannin is is quite just straight going to dry out your mouth. And, and that can come at uh, any point or, yeah, any any point in your mouth. You have oh, okay, the, the tannin that comes from the actual grape skins. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's aged in wood, you'll also have tannins that come from the wood. Jake, can you expand on that, please? Thanks. Yeah, um, it tends to work the same if you drink straight from the bottle on vacation with your nipples out. Um, it's That's great despite to contrary. Okay, like so belief. it'll dry out your mouth with your nipples out. Is uh, that what I'm getting? Damien, you're back in. Shooting threes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, wood tannin, at least uh, as I've kind of perceived, it tends to hit closer t- uh, around the teeth. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and then that makes just sense. tannin can hit That's any, any any part of your any any part of your palate. Now, okay. acidity is just the salivate the, the the salivation portion. So, okay, actually, like what what I do is sometimes I can feel it just on my palate. Um, when I was tasting in you know like wine school, the mm-hmm. the instructor like after the first day was like, "Hey, you guys just straight up are not 
holding that wine on your palate for long enough. So treat it like mouthwash, like, you know, have it on your mouth, like nose it, you know, kind of make your, um, the, make your notes before you, before you take it in, hold it on your palate, try to analyze while it's on your palate and then spit it out. And once you spit it out, literally open your mouth, how fast, and breathe, how, yeah. <laughs> how, how fast is drool going to hit the floor? And if it's, if it's going to hit the floor extreme, if you, just, if you just start salivating like crazy, that's it's why high it's high acidity. In, high in acidity. All oh, back. I love that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's similar then in my head, yeah. Yeah, and you also have, um, uh, we were talking about ice wines earlier. You also kind of have to think about it as it relates to uh, sugar and and other things in the wine. So if it, if a wine is is sweet, but, you know, if you know a wine is very sweet, but it doesn't feel super, um, you know, rich on your palate, it's got to be because it's high in acidity. Yeah. The acidity is going to okay. counter uh, the body that's coming from the uh, sweetness. So it's, it's always a, a game Amazing. of balance. And you got to kind of figure out like what's causing the sensations. Yeah. All right. Any other last notes that's, on this before we move uh, on? That's thing? what he said. That's all, I'll just that's all remember I that you have to keep it on your in your mouth. And longer. drool. And drool. And get. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess like an exam setting. Like, <laughs> no, I kind of love it. On that note, I do think this one is a little bit sweeter than the other ones that we've had. I know we are getting really briny notes for some yeah. reason. Just uh, maybe it's just me, but it just seems a teensy bit sweeter. I mean, definitely not as dry as the uh, Mar- oh, the Minuti or the Marcinite. Oh, yeah. But it feels a bit mm-hmm. bitter on the finish. That's right. Yeah, sweet, what? like on the front, but a bit bitter and like in the cheeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a grapefruit kind of bitter going on there, maybe. Maybe oh, a little yeah. bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a- I feel like the last two, the texture of them lends itself better to having food with it. Yeah. And yeah. a lot I think of they're the, like definitely food wines. A lot of the earlier ones were more like, you, well, you could go either way, but you could crush it if you wanted more to. More like shower wines. Yeah, mm-hmm. shower wines. Yeah. I've got a, this uh, is one I would drink while I'm talking to my mother. I've got a Burger King <laughs> uh, chicken tender crisp under my yeah. seat. Let me try. I love that that's, that that's where that took you, Savannah. <laughs> Gosh, you know what? I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's uh, 13%, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's what I need. Yeah. That is what we got on the SITs, Queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. We've got two more wines left, but we're going to take one more quick break. And we're back. So next up, we're trying what I might be most excited to try in this lineup. Oh, boy. <laughs> Not because it's going to be the best one, but I just want to see how it holds up. We're going to try some Underwood Rosé in a can. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> this is Oregon-grown go- grapes, so we're talking domestic stuff here, guys. And we discussed up uh, Pinot Noir grapes earlier from Oregon. And uh, this comes in at 6 bucks for it's, it's essentially a half bottle of wine for 6 bucks. 12% ABV, so on the lower side. A little more delicate, probably. What do you get on the nose, gang? I guess I'm kind of off aromas on the nose. Yeah, that's okay, a weird I'm just, smell. Oh, I'm yeah. stanky. Is, I'm uh, just going to go ahead. I don't I don't want to say it because it's going to sound awful. It smells like perm solution. Being a hairstylist, I <gasps> yes. immediately thought. Oh, yeah. Well, so there's, a, like perm solution. So there, there's a there's a wine term called volatile acidity, uh, mm-hmm. which you would uh, like uh, you, you tend to think of it. Um, it, it gets compared to like a finger uh, nail polish remo- remover. Yes. Is yeah. That the, yeah, yeah. So in that sense, like a little bit is sometimes thought to kind of like add complexity to a wine. All right. Uh, but it, it can also be a wine flaw. So this could be like a flawed wine 
I was just going to say, if you poured this out of a bottle with a cork, I would say, is this corked? No, well, it wouldn't be corked, but it would be, it would be like, it it would, well, corked would, it would smell like, like cardboard or like, like wet dog. Like wet dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But this would still be like a wine fault. Um, unless that was the intention, I will say like a lot of natural wine producers kind of like really dig this f- profile and there are oh, people that do? like, yeah. Th- and there are people that, you okay. know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're wrong. <laughs> no, there's so, certainly something. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting a lot of like uh, dirt, <laughs> dirty diaper on the nose. Yeah, I'm, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm trying I'm, to think of I'm anything trying, other than anything else. Than I was going to go with uh, yeah, exactly. I'm who old, wants to taste it first. <laughs> I was going to go with old fuck time mattress. Oh my God. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Old Fucktime Mattress also is a great punk band. If you caught them at Beat Kitchen, um, really great set. Okay. All right. The, the palate is better than the nose. I <laughs> will is. say that. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, no, maybe, it is. Maybe it this is. is why we we, I mean, low we bar, should have drank this out of a can. Full disclosure, we're drinking this out of wine glasses. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's made to be drank out of a can. It. They should have named this Everyone's Got That Uncle. <laughs> the thing is, yeah. is that it tastes like somebody took a really, really cheap white wine Put a little bit of really bad artificial cherry extract in there and said, tis rosé. I'm just saying, it's like the clone's not helping, you know? I wonder if we didn't take the time to smell it a bunch, if we wouldn't, would feel a little bit differently yeah, about it. Exactly. And I also agree with Damien that we probably should have just drank it out of the can. Mm-hmm. That's what it was designed for. Take a poll. Train ride home. Yeah, I don't. Oh. I don't think you typically okay. smell things out of a can. So All that's right. fair. Yeah. yeah, it's not really designed for that. But on the palate, not helping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if this was just like a, you know, um, yeah, if this transitioned into a butterfly on the palate, then maybe some saving grace. But this okay. is. Um, yeah, it's pretty rough, gang. All I right. feel uh, weird that the, I'm drinking this and I haven't pissed myself. Well, you know? so what's interesting <laughs> is that out of a can, I think it would be much better because part of the reason why you use wine glasses is because when you take a sip, you shove your nose into it as well. You're smelling while you're tasting. And yeah. this is not to be smelled. Yeah. It's just not. So I do but, appreciate ooh. the the concept of oh, canned God. wine in general because I think that there it has its place and purpose. Yeah. Oh, like, when you're in the shower. <laughs> very but convenient. Like, but yeah, like the convenient. shower of, you know, a, a mobile home yeah. in rural Montana <laughs> exactly. because oh, you're, you're taking a, a shut, quick vacation. Shout yes, out to my you, mother. You, I was shout actually, out to your mother. I was more thinking like, so there's people who only drink wine, right? So like if you're going to a tailgate for a football game, yes, it's not that easy to put a bottle of wine, yeah, transport it down in a cooler. I mean, just, you can you can do it, or if you're going to the beach, but it's glass on the beach is a real football okay, game. Yeah. I just want to point 100%. out that I do have a fanny pack that is insulated and is a cooler that fits an entire bottle of wine. So yes. I mean, you can travel with bottle of wine. Yeah, but you need a very you need a very specialized <laughs> piece of equipment, piece of uh, or accessories to uh, make it happen. But well, it's possible. It, it is just possible. Gonna stick in my nose. Let's, yeah, Does let's, that smell let's stick move in your on nose to the next when you one. do perms? Yeah, uh, I don't. Know. I haven't so, done a perm since hair school. Would you like to? I need more water to Are rinse you sure? out because I'd like a perm. Yeah, yeah. Th- that that aroma might linger in your glass for. A minute. <laughs> well, here, yeah. since since it's uh, Underwood Rose in a can and Kevin Spacey's looking for work, here's uh, Talk here, about it later. here's Frank Underwood. Dude. I will put you in your fucking grave. Underwood Rose in a can. 
<laughs> yep, that sounds about right. All right. I like that you just called it rose. You didn't even give it the uh, decency <laughs> right. of, of yep. rose. Underwood. I'm, I'm, underwood there is no a, a. I'm missing a lot of accents on the E's on here. My bad, gang. Um, underwood no, in a grave. No, I love it. You're right. This one doesn't deserve the Ooh. accent. No, that, that, that was a rough one, guys. <laughs> I do believe this one's very disgusting. If okay, you, if you like it, you can just pour that in there. I'm um, actually quite thrilled to try this next one. Right All here. things considered, oh, here. right there, I can go right in there. Oh. So the next one I picked up at a recent trip to a winery. I am so excited for this. Um, our, our friends at Starlight, which we uh, we've talked at length about their wonderful bourbons and rye that they make, and actually some of their brandy. And 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 their gra- I picked up a bottle of their grappa actually recently too. Did you get any like uh, bread while you were there? Any pies? Um, you know what I I did actually hit the farmers market there, yeah, it's which cool, was amazing. Yeah, I I got these like homemade um, Twizzler deals oh. they make, oh, and it was what? but they were um, they were like blueberry. Oh fuck oh, yeah! Okay, and, I was just gonna ask you what fruit they were. Yeah, and they were fucking amazing. Delightful. Was like, did and you then, try the ice cream shop while you were there? Uh, sadly, no. We got ice cream before we went there, and I was so mad at, at Daniel who was with me. Because we're like, because we stopped for, we're literally just driving to Starlight and we're like, we saw a billboard for an ice cream place, like a local ice cream. And we're like, you know what? That sounds pretty good. Let's stop mm. there. And we stopped there, which well, it was good. What was it? Do you know? Mm. That's okay. Mm. I'll grill um, you later. Yeah. But, okay. So where is this, where is this from? So this is from Indiana. Indiana. It's like right across the border of um, Kentucky. Because I was in the Louisville area. Because you said Indiana and then you said somewhere about where you were from and you yeah, said how much from... you like this and then I didn't oh, know what you were Oh, actually, about. we, well, Jake and I are, the hometown that we are from actually is just north of um, uh, a different winery. Okay. Uh, it's, you may have heard of it. It is. Um, Oliveri? Oh, yeah. Oliver Winery. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just north. That's in Bloomington. Lovely. So Starlight is much further south. Not much, but like an further hour south. Yeah, we're about half, 30 minutes hours. of a yeah. dip from Indianapolis. But Huber Orchard Winery is mm-hmm. like yeah, uh, Parker was saying, uh, right by the Kentucky border. Honestly, a couple things about them, though. First of all, it, it's a wild ride up there. <laughs> yeah. They're up on this. I don't know. Yeah. It feels like <laughs> it's a mountain. It? You're, you're going up the craziest road you've ever seen. I was like, man, I'm going both about- ways. And you really thought that you were going to fall off the side into a ravine. Oh, 100%. And. Hundred percent, because you're right. going. You go, it is so crazy. Yeah. This little tiny there. road you're going up. People well, shit. Fucking live up this road too, but like this little tiny road you're going up, and it's so steep. You know, I was just like, thank God we're not doing this in the winter. Like, yeah, there's no yeah. way. Um, but we get there, and there must have been 150 people there. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. It's it a was, vibe. was a good day. It was. It had this big wide open space. They had live music going. Yes. They had mm-hmm. a farmers market, which I bought yes. multiple things at. Just like I said, next time I go, I'm getting every flavor of those Twizzlers they make. We should homemade. go in the fall because that's yeah. when I was talking to Christian about it. Yeah. Um, and he said that that's when they go hard. Oh, wow. It's yeah. fall time. But I, so. it was it was a really good time. I will hit him up and timestamp him to this. Check it out. Hello, Christian. So, but, yeah, it was so cool. But, so, but while we were there, we were there looking for bourbon and, you know, whatever else. And just, of course, and, and just pick up the vibes. Because uh, my buddy Daniel, who's from there, he's like, oh, man, when I was younger, we used to go here when it was like, mostly the winery. And we're like, yeah, this was like a thing. This is a thing to do. Because yeah. there was these giant, I don't know what you'd even call them, these giant uh, vehicles taking people out to go like, Strawberry picking. Yes, they have. Um, yeah. They're like gators and stuff like that. Yeah, it was the, wild. The SUVs. Uh, so, yeah, the place was jamming though, and uh, yeah, sadly we got ice cream beforehand. Otherwise, I would have gotten it there. Uh, Parker, you should yeah. have just gotten it anyway. Um, I can only eat so much ice cream a day, and, th- and then, then what I'm going to drink. That's a quitter mentality yeah. for Savannah. Yeah. I'll but while we were there, I saw this rosé, and I'm like, this will be perfect for the rosé episode I want to do. Right. <laughs> so, right. So right off the bat, I've this... not tried this yet. So. Oh, oh, just smell like. On the nose, it reminds me of um, what I was getting from the Marcinet, which was not as much 
on the nose, very light, not, yeah, it's not very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, but important note, locally grown Indiana grapes. Mm-hmm. We love mm-hmm. to see it. Only Actually, um, Huber Winery, because we've been there so much, they are the oldest still working family farm in Indiana. So um, I think one of the oldest in the Midwest. Yes. Actually, yeah. if I could think of one bourbon brand that would do a rosé finish, it's these guys. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. They've got the right. rosé. You're right. Here we are. Bookends right yeah. there, right? Like Christian, if you're listening, have you, ha- have you guys tried it first off? Because if you haven't, you should try it. If, <laughs> if you haven't, it didn't work, I understand. But, right. right. Yeah, hit us in the DMs. Mm-hmm. Let us know what's mm-hmm. up. You know, so Slide in there. Let us know yeah. what's up. So Damien, as our expert, Oh, man. What do you get on the nose? Well, like, uh, initially, I kind of got, like, some, like, very ripe or, like, like, yeah, super ripe cantaloupe. But then I also got some almost, like, candied red fruit as well. Yeah. Um, Almost like a strawberry Jolly Rancher kind of thing. Strawberry gumdrop. Mm -hmm. I concur. Candied red fruit, though, I immediately pictured um, one of those... It's like that old-fashioned, you take an apple and you dip it in hard crack red sugar. Oh, sugar, mm. sugar. I was going to say caramel. Uh, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but but I mean, it's that it's that very specific, like, you know. Confectionery Overly style. sweet, yeah, confectionery. Yeah. I did have a taste. It is quite a bit sweeter. Okay, than, yeah, the palate is so all much the sweeter others. than I it expected. Is, <laughs> wow. Now, they bill this as on the bottle here. Ooh, I like it. The, yeah, the palate. Hey, I like this. <laughs> as a semi-sweet rosé wine. Yeah, that means it's pretty oh, sweet. Oh, okay, that means it's friggin' sweet. Relative to some of the other stuff we tried. I dig it. Not yeah. even just relative. That's sweet I think, I think it's comparison. also tough when you try like a bunch of, you know, like dry, bone-dry rosés, then you get, you, you, you taste some sweetness. It's It, it shows a little bit more. And I, this is going to have me doing Owen Wilson variable wows for the next like five minutes. Just wow. forewarning. Oh wow, that is good. <laughs> wow. It's um look, it's good. Wow. I think if I had any more than this small taster, I would be having a bad morning. Wow. I'm talking this is headache juice to wow. me. It is definitely a different vibe than the other things we try and certainly a different vibe. I could probably look, drink I don't three hate of these it. in a row. I, I totally believe no, that. No, I love that for you. But I, I dig it though. But yeah, I, I would probably want a glass, not a whole bottle. Well, I would want this with dessert, like with dessert yeah. or okay. as dessert. Oh, this would be perfect with dessert. Oh yeah. my God. Hear me out oh, yeah. though, because it's not, see the thing about dessert wine specifically, ice fine, Gewürztraminer, um, like port, Moscato, all of those that are like dessert wines, they pair really well with desserts. Wow. This to me is, yes, a dessert style wine like the wine is the dessert unto, unto its own i want mm-hmm. to have it with like shortbread yeah so that it cuts like you get the butter I to cut that. the sweet yeah without making it any more sweet than it mm-hmm. is maybe even with like a i don't know so chocolate if, 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 if i, I, I put a tiramisu in front of you right now you wouldn't have those together no no, Simply, no that would be no, that, that, that would be horrendous creme brulee creme brulee no, uh, you're getting um, closer, but still no, still too sweet, still too sweet. Okay. So the thing too, actually, like, how about, a, how about a chicken pot pie? Wow, obviously yes. that would work. Yeah. I, wow. I also like having really, really sweet wines with really, really spicy things. Yeah, because the sweet it. and the spicy exactly. mixed together. I don't, I can't picture what spicy thing I would want with this one. Mango, habanero chili. To, 
Like the, the I want thing, like a mango habanero, like a hot yeah, like yeah. a habanero Ooh, mango, like from B Dubs, some mango hob wings. Oh, stop! Mm-hmm. Why yes, no? that's what I was. I mean, I was thinking wings because that's like I feel like honestly, like sweet wines go great with with like hot with, wings with savory. I think sweet wines go great with savory unless it is a wine that is meant to be had with dessert wow. because usually those aren't as sweet. Also, also I feel like you can drink this on. You know how I get drunk every Christmas morning? Okay, love yes, that. I do. Okay, this would be a good in the shower morning. i'm there uh, yeah. just cr- uh, in the shower in the kitchen just i get wherever you are before yeah. christmas Those starts. 80 20 mimosas i think Ludacris has a song about this he does <laughs> specifically about you getting drunk all <laughs> <laughs> you, you in particular getting a drink. Yeah. okay now i i see your christmas morning drunk yeah and i raise you christmas morning drunk but i make you a cranberry turnover <laughs> Because wow. it's got the tart, it's got the I you know like turnovers are like super it. sweet because mm. it's just a pastry yep. dough. Oh yeah! All right, just that re- does remember these for Thanksgiving this year. All right. Noted. It's, uh... We're gonna have all day events. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. And, <laughs> and by the way, this bottle of wine, ten dollars. Wow. Oh, I can tell. I could drink this. <laughs> Look, I got nothing wow. against You're... sweet wine, but you can tell when sweet wine is meant to be sweet as a flavor profile and you can tell when a winery goes we'll make this one sweet <laughs> this one's for the ladies i'm just i'm going to say that they knew what they were doing this is yeah. for you this is in for particular the, this is for the this for the was ladies. made say so now this when is... every time jake goes to starlight he's bringing back a case of that wine right. oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no this was for they they knew their demographic they're in indiana they're like no i know they're pulling those those Midwestern moms. Yeah, they made to drink 100%. something while they're at their kids' soccer practice. They made yeah. the label it's look like Barbie. Yeah. It's Barbie. Yeah, yeah. It's Barbie wine. Yeah. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> Hi, Ken. Amazing. <laughs> I'm in cars. Wow. <laughs> wow. Are you guys quoting a movie? Yeah, yeah. This is this is not for the Mojo Dojo Casa. House, that's <laughs> exactly. for sure. This is for the uh, Dreamhouse baby. My Ken did see it with me though. Good. So. <laughs> My girlfriend saw it with me. She looked at me when I cried at the end, and I was like, "Don't look at me. Leave me the fuck alone, okay?" <laughs> no, I was thinking, "Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Why are you crying?" That's why I like to do when she cries. Yeah, it's my favorite thing during the movie. It, it helps up, women when you ask why. Damien, so tell me, tell me the like rich notes that you're getting. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wine. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't get a lot of rich notes. I, no. the, the the palette matches the nose. Some it's like ripe strawberry. Yeah. And- uh-huh. <laughs> it it, it kind of reminds me of the the cherry juice from a maraschino cherry, but like the the red ones, not the black ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see yeah. it. Yeah, I, uh, it's cool. A- you know, like it definitely has its place. Uh, yeah, not my, in my style. mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> in her mouth in particular. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Savannah's the, taking this one home and just get, she's gonna leave it in the shower for tomorrow morning. I'm getting shit faced. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what Damien is saying is this: this makes him want to watch five hours of Euphoria <laughs> and uh, just you know lay what? in the shower. I would say that if you okay, so let let me just state this. Okay, um, when I first started drinking wine, I only drank Moscatos. Yeah, because true. Okay, sweet. yeah. They were super... I mean, it's a it's a starter for a lot of people. A, yeah. Yes. Also the favorite and of my 94-year-old grandmother. Yes. yes. So and my sister. What <laughs> happened after that was I went into rosés because I like the color pink. 
Yeah. Okay. Look, I can't even blame you. It's a good choice. Pink has never let me down. Pink has never let me down. I'm gonna try pinks, and I think I tried for the first time a pink Moscato. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah, they do exist. And then I started going into like rosés, and that's kind of what led me into trying other wines. And now that my palate has been completely annihilated by as much whiskey as I take, I can definitely drink. Uh, wines that are more dry. I love it. And mm-hmm. uh, where are you at with I mean, white Zinfandel? You know what, Parker? Woof. I don't know exactly the wines that I'm drinking, the words that are on the label. Sure. Um, I just drink. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at it and go, hmm. Whatever those strangers put in front of you, you're just like, I'm, I'll <laughs> exactly. take it. Yeah. Look, I was uh, just always great. told that if it bubbly, says white, white Zinfandel. Zinfandel. <laughs> yeah, they open for who's that's, tank. Yeah, that's, is that a bad one? That, yeah. That's all it's my, just, okay. uh, it's not. But you know what? (laughs) That's all my mother will drink. So in uh, in its defense, it's like ridiculously cheap. I think I think like for how much money it costs, it's actually pretty good. They pay you to take it. Yes. Yeah. It's like six dollars. It really is six or seven dollars for a bottle. Like eight dollars for a magnum. It's the Mm. Mad Dog 2020 of wine. Yes. Okay, got it. It's kind of like it is to wine as white chocolate is to chocolate. Arguably, it's not wine at all. I mean it is but you know what i mean yeah I th- yeah i, I think saying. it's I, th- I think it's i think it's better than its reputation admittedly oh for sure but yeah it's okay so i just want to say like this would be i think if you're somebody who is still in your early years of trying wines give something like this a try if you're like a sweet person who's mm-hmm. like really nervous i think it took a while for my palate to like i guess you would say harden or like get used to something drier evolve evolve, evolve. i guess that's evolve, what I think it's about good... finding complexity i think and yeah. like being able to like, like flavors yeah. that yep. you're not like because i feel like a lot of people are expecting a lot of people who are starting to drink are drinking like sweet stuff and right. so yeah. if you're gonna try wine you're gonna try start with what you already drink and you right. know that's kind of venture off from that no, yeah. no judgment i used to drink uh christian brothers brandy and coke so. oh god gross. I different christian yeah oh great the, the, <laughs> not the year was 2004 <laughs> okay. in this wine's defense though i will say i've had some just gnarly sweet wines that had yeah no complexity at all. They it's they not, were yeah, so sickly that. sweet. It it's tasted like yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, like maraschino cherry juice. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of flavor, palatable for being a, a, Honestly, yes, for a what sweet it, one. For what it's doing, it's pretty good. It's, yeah. yeah, and it's ten dollars. Yeah, and it's ten dollars. You know, I was just reading the back. It says hints of strawberries, cherries, and spice. Fun for picnics, parties. It's a good yeah. picnic wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good picnic it's, wine. It's a good place for it. So, Picnic one. everybody, what was your favorite? I want to start with Damien. It's, it's got to be that Tondonio Rosé. That, <laughs> that thing is pretty magical. What? Jake, um, people, the people need to know your favorite. I should agree with Damien, but uh, <laughs> because I am uh, the official, unofficial, Give me the zag. Official ambassador of Starlight, it, it's obviously the Starlight Rosé. No, I love oh, that man. for you. Oh, <clears throat> Truly an icon. Real... You just, have just real in, in the pocket of big Indiana wineries. I'm telling you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, am I next? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I think that if I was going to have a wine to drink for $10 every day, you know, and I, cause I needed to just black out in the shower, um, in yep. the shower, it would be the starlight. <laughs> it would be the starlight. Like if I'm going to be down in like something quick, this is like, she good... starts her day by blacking out in the shower. So you're saying your water this bill is, is the one you want to drink when you're uh, talking to your mom or this is what you drink 
after, this would be after I talked to my There mom. it is. Um, but this would be the wine that like I would say is like a good everyday. And before. Like, eh, whatever. I don't know. But that's me personally because I like super sweet wines. No, I love that. Um, yeah. And I love super sweet stuff. I, I love that now, journey for you. It's... The one that was like. It's a journey. The one? It was. I liked this one a lot. What is this? One? The Vina, the Vina Tondonia. This is the, the one Damien yes, brought. Yeah, that, yes. was, that was my surprising. Amazing. Like I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. wow, this is a surprise. I was honestly I like it. when I tasted it, I wasn't sure if you were going to like it or not. Yeah, I was I actually. It surprised me, and then also this one. Interesting. Oh, the two. This so one, the, those the, two. The, um, okay. the volcano one. Yes. The volcano one. I those are two surprises I that that's I was fair. like, you know what? If this would be like a $10 everyday wine, this would be something that's like maybe a little bit more, you know. Maybe like, you pop that open when your friends come over exactly. and you want to have a nicer bottle of. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Jenny, your thoughts. So I'm with you on the, the Vino Tondonia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's my favorite one. But if I. That I would want that with like a nice meal. Exactly. Whereas if I was just like drinking rose to drink rose, I would want the Minuti, the Provence one. Yeah. I, uh, gosh, I wish I was original. I 1000% (laughs) agree with Jenny. I want to bring the Vigna Tondonia like to my friends, sit down and like blow their minds. Do exactly this. Yeah, no, it's a crazy. Sans microphones and just absolutely boggle everyone's mind. But I do, I do just want to, I want a bottle of the Minuti. I want, you know, my favorite show on TV and I want the windows open on a nice, a nice cool day. Yeah. I mean, dang, maybe on a patio. I don't know. That sounds amazing. Word. Nice. I mean, the Vina Tudonia is so cool and interesting, but like, it doesn't even taste like a rosé to me. That was the only problem. Like it tastes well, like, like, what's a rosé taste like? We just had, like the, the, the other six like, of them, I guess. No, because the, um, the, the Canary Islands rosé tasted quite different. It, it is That's different. True. But this this tasted like a port. And I, not that I didn't like it. I did like it quite a bit. But I think like if I'm going for like a rosé, I'm like, I'm in the mood for rosé. So what you would stere- stereotypically think of as yeah. a rosé. If I was in the mood for a port, I'd want to drink this instead of port. Because it was like, this is better than most yes. ports I've had. Yeah, playing the hits in the same that. But like, if I was looking better than hey, all now, that's what I call rosé volume ten. Now, hey, like, hey, we're, we're having our Labor Day barbecue, and we want some rosé bottles out there. Like, I'm not bringing that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's valid. That's really so it's just it's more it's more like situational. <laughs> Vic is losing it over here. I got, I, I, I got kind of a tie $10. between the Minuti and the Canary Islands one, even though they're very different. Mm-hmm. I like them both for different reasons. Yeah, um, but I think those are both fantastic. I also I feel similarly about the Canary Islands one. Um, yeah. In terms of, I feel like that one I would love that with a meal, like with food. Mm-hmm. But I, I like again the Minuti uh, like. Or even really the first one, the one, the Canada one. That was actually those, those, pretty good. I, like, I feel we, like we were kind of laughing about it, but actually it was not bad. Both yeah. of those were, are great for like crushing while yep. you're watching a movie. Yes, yeah. that's that's what I was thinking. I want to bring I want to bring the Ontario one to my friends as well. Yeah, but they, they in like a, hey, let's go. <laughs> they need to put that uh, Ontario one in a can and then throw away all of the underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Truly, I here's the thing about the underwear. <laughs> We should have never taken that out. Surprise! Yeah. No one picked. It wasn't intended. Frank to be Underwood out of the can. garbage IPA is their favorite. <laughs> Try it out of the can. Yeah, they're real. A Sophie's left. choice. You know what? It is better out of the can. It's better out of the can. Take a poll. All right. Take a poll. All right. All right. I just spun it around like this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, did, I did the same thing. That'll feel bad. 
No, it's still really bad. <laughs> it is bad because I didn't yeah, have yeah, to yeah. do a smell on it. No, got, it's, wow. be, it's better, but it's not good. Okay, I've, I've seen other canned wines, and yeah, now I want to yeah, yeah. try other canned okay. wines, but unfortunately, all I can well, think about is the stay tuned. We're gonna have solution. Yep. We're going to have Damien on for our canned wine episode. Uh, do, you, do you have more cans Woof. of it? Oh, wait, we have so many more cans. Wait, right. Patreon you, exclusive. I will shock on a can of it and let you guys know. <laughs> I'd pay. I'm not even kidding. But uh, no, great, great stuff, guys. Wow. I'm excited for our next wine episode in three years. Love it. Um, where, where Damien takes us I through Bordeaux. I think it would be fun. Oh, I think yeah, it would be fun you. to do a wine episode here and there. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Northern Rhone guy personally, but you know, you guys do your You're a big Southern Rhone guy. Can we do there you go. just there you go. North Syrah or South. by itself? Just yeah. a bunch of Syrah. Uh, all Shiraz. Shiraz. All Shiraz from. But I from. and and I will grill us steaks for oh, the occasion. Yo, I got. I ooh. mean, fresh peppercorn. Steaks. Mm. Sarah is, oh, <laughs> is great. That's my my favorite. Uh, yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> but uh, hope I will do it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please email us your comments, your your praise for Damien and I, your scorn for John for not showing up for this. Uh, Chai Spirits Guys at gmail.com. Uh, check out our website, chaispiritsguys.com. You can get our merch store from there. All the cool, cool merch. We just sent, I just sent some merch to some of our friends at uh, Star Union. Mm-hmm. To thank them for the wonderful hospitality they showed us. Mm-hmm. Great times. And then, of course, hit us on Instagram at Chai Spirits Guys. And uh, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits Guys. Cheers. Cheers. Ciao. Ciao.